everyone. Welcome back to the Style Life Podcast. We're your hosts, Rebecca and Vanessa. And today we have a special guest. Yay! We're so excited. We've been trying to book him for <laughs> months and he is booked and busy. Like Palm Pilot, we couldn't even get on his nope. schedule. Yeah, but how's okay. it going? This is Brandon, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> person xbox schedule keeps me busy i know we had to pull him off the xbox he's got his uh headgear on too yeah Little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored <laughs> and um maya's super excited that her dad is in the studio recording so she's gonna be bringing him toys throughout our episode so yeah yeah that's fine keeping us entertained so um if you guys don't know brandon is uh kind of our idol <laughs> any of the things that we say on the whoa, podcast whoa, whoa. probably come <laughs> from him first <laughs> he gives the greatest advice that's fed through becca to me yeah so it might she doesn't like to might admit get it. lost in translation a little bit rebecca doesn't like to admit it but they're brandon's ideas i try what kind of questions did you guys have so Vanessa wants to know, um, where do you get your words of wisdom from? Was this taught to you? A just book? comes naturally. Because her and I, I like we we got we look for it, right? We are searching for it, yeah. and then um, I think for me, a lot of the stuff that I come up with in my head is just through experience. Like every time I'm, you know, giving someone a piece of advice, it's just because. Either I've seen someone go through it or I've personally gone through it. So sometimes when you go through something, it just leaves a mark on you one way or the other. And then you learn from it and, you know, you develop some words from it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so through life experience and it's just, you know, I and I share, I share a lot of our conversations with Vanessa and some things were just like, that just came to him like how or she'll hear me say things and she's like that's really good and i'm like well you know i heard it from brandon uh what's our famous uh you're an quote? adult you're an adult figure it out yeah i would tell vanessa that all the time mm-hmm. she's like you know i really i really um started using that with diego Dude, and he's he like where the fuck it. did you hear that from and he she's like it. becca and i'm like well I actually heard it from brandon yeah so. <laughs> you can thank brandon for that one <laughs> yeah. but it's true right in life it's just you gotta just figure it out yeah. literally you're an adult figure it out there's no use to throw a, a pity party or yeah. and i think it sounds like when when first told to you i feel like it sounds a little harsh and like i don't know you're on your own kind of deal mm-hmm. but i mean it's it's the truth you're you're an adult like you're capable of figuring it out so how'd you come up with that and can we use it for our merch yeah can we uh take uh <laughs> rights I, yeah. I think uh for me personally um experiencing moving out at such a young age and being you know essentially by myself when i went to wyoming um that was a really big like learning curve for me just overall in life and i had to become an adult a lot faster than i probably wanted to be really yeah i mean it was it was just such a culture shock as well as just my responsibilities changed overnight and it just opened my eyes to adulthood um at a young age being only 19 and so i think from there i was just like well my parents aren't remotely close i just got to figure it out you know i didn't really have too much guidance yeah so that's just kind of i think a of where that might have come from for me 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's just like Vanessa said, it could sound a little harsh. And I think that just sums up our relationship a little bit, you know, as far as us communicating. He doesn't come from a harsh place, but it's just direct. And sometimes we just need someone in life who's not going to sugarcoat things or beat around the bush. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, hey, I'm telling you this because you need to get out of your own freaking head about it and figure it out. Yeah, no, totally. I'm uh, I'm trying not to laugh right now because, you know, you guys obviously don't have video footage of this, but it feels like <laughs> I'm in a room with my parents. <laughs> like, they're just both so serious. I'm like, oh, shit. Any we're, minute, like, lecturing. Any we're facing like, each other, I'm an adult, other, right? shit. <laughs> also, like, too, shit, I think shit. a big part of it is just uh, in my day-to-day job and all my responsibilities that I have, like, um, I'm in charge of so many different people, so... There's a lot of opportunity for me to either do the wrong thing or do the right thing. And it just I have to figure it out sometimes for people. So I think it's just me doing it consistently day to day. It helps me um, become better at it, I guess, because I'm doing it so often. Just being in a higher place of responsibility with my job title and being in charge of so much, too. Yeah. And, you know, with that, I'm kind of interested how's your what approach do you take when you're at work are you more of a teacher or are you like a figure it out kind of person um so i like i i would if someone took a poll of the people of my job and they said what they thought of me they probably would say i'm a pretty harsh individual Mm -hmm. but i'm never harsh without at least teaching or trying in the beginning yeah Um, i always try to the, the one thing that i figured out more than ever this past year is that people, certain people, especially the people who I worked with, have gone their whole, you know, career as well as just adult life, and maybe they've never realized that they're doing something wrong. So I think the first thing comes to communication and just saying, hey, you know, this isn't typically a way we would handle a situation. This is the reason why we wouldn't handle it that way, because people sometimes think that it's more of an opinion based. Mm -hmm. And I always try to just give them the facts of why it may, may be wrong. And then from there, I would say, hey, you know, this is typically how I used to do it. I'm not saying that's the best way to do it, but, you know, let's not do it this way. Let's try to do it this way or this way or that way. So I'm definitely, I think I try to pride myself on being a good teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, it's on you to kind of find your way of, um, you know, finding what suits you the best, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's good. I feel like, um, you know, throughout life, that's how you should take every situation is you want to have some guidance but you're also not going to hold their hand through the whole thing you'll supply them with the resources but you're not going to babysit right exactly and then too uh, like i always tell people is just this is maybe another piece of uh wisdom but (laughs) something that i I swear this is something i always (laughs) tell people is like there's different ways of thinking so like two plus two equals four but so does three plus one. Mm-hmm. Like, I I'm not going to lie. I think I've seen that in like a commercial or a movie or something. Mm-hmm. But like, it's the truth. Like, as long as you're getting to the expected final result one way, it doesn't matter how you get there. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of getting there and getting there consistently, you know? Yeah. I always tell people just because it's easy for me to do something one way doesn't necessarily mean it's the best way to do it or it's the easiest way or the best way for you. But it's just going to open your eyes to the other possibilities that are out there and um, just show that just because you've done something for so long the same way doesn't mean that's the only way and that's the best way. It's just like, hey, maybe there is a different way. Maybe there is a better way. Yeah, 
definitely like being open to change. Too. Yeah, a new a new perspective necessarily uh, yeah. on how to approach things. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, you know, you're definitely a person that we, you know, me through Rebecca seek advice and Rebecca goes to you <laughs> because literally like anything that we ever tell each other somehow the things that you tell her end up in our conversation yeah. and it's great I, f I love that so you're obviously a person who gives a lot of great advice my question is you know you you mentioned you moved out at 19 so what advice would you give yourself at 19 uh something and this is something that i tell people who i find in similar situations is i though if i were to go back and be able to have a conversation with myself i would say although i learned a lot i would say nine times out of ten i wouldn't have done it again and like just to give you an example of that is i have a younger colleague right now who um is a little bit older than i was but he's always telling me like oh i, I want to move out and i always ask him well realistically why do you want to move out and he's just well just because i, I don't want to be that 30 year old you know my mom's basement and i, I was like I, I get that i totally understand that but eventually life's about the scenarios you put yourself in and if you move out you're just going to end up putting yourself in debt and not putting yourself in a good financial situation and you have a really good relationship with your mother slash brothers like mm -hmm. there, there's no need for you to realistically do that right now just be patient until you get into a better financial situation and then you can take advantage of it so it, it, it's more of a sacrifice um than a necessity mm -hmm. but yeah so like if i would just look back on myself i would just say probably not the best decision but if it's a decision that you're going to make then i would just say learn as much as you possibly can from the decisions you make yeah you know what i mean whether right or wrong it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it mm -hmm. no yeah <laughs> wow yes. i think that'll be only on our next merch if you don't learn from it <laughs> exactly okay. thanks rebecca and there's That's no rights and wrongs yeah. it's just it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it right when down, i guys. say it for the second time it's she's like right rebecca yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah We'll have yeah. to write that down for our merch <laughs> collection. It's my translation of it. No, but I think that's awesome. And, you know, I like that that's the advice that you would give yourself, especially, you know, for our younger audience. We do have a lot of people who are just starting to go off to college. And, you know, this is a big time where you're deciding which, which direction in life you want to go. And a lot of the times we want to run. We mm -hmm. want to, you know, we're 18, we're out the door, and, and we're going. But that's not always necessarily the best decision. I think sitting down and really ha like focusing on your finances, even at such a young age, really think about how the heck are you going to do it? Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I think just the big thing is obviously everyone's put into different family circumstances and stuff and financial circumstances. So what I would just say to anyone is just leverage your situation. So if you if you have a good financial situation because your parents are well off, Use that to your advantage. Mm -hmm. See see how far that can take you. And if you're on the opposite side of that, and maybe they're not as well off like my parents weren't, but they you know they were letting me live rent free. You know, take advantage of that situation because that in its own right is a lot. Because um, not everyone's granted that. So again, yeah. just it's about leveraging the opportunities in front of you. Right, and w and pretty much working with what you have. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Can you stop smiling at each other? <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? That's what I want to talk about. What about you guys? What's your uh, <laughs> yes, goal with this? Interview us. <laughs> What's your guys' goal with this? Where are we with, at right now? What's a six-month goal? Ooh, okay, oh, we so didn't know we were going to get yeah. interviewed. 
Um, I I'm nervous because I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think the purpose of this podcast is to inspire other people to pretty much just dig a little deeper within themselves and and find new resources of how to be better. We always want to work on being better. And I think a six-month goal for us is consistency because we took a little vacation there. Yes. So consistency for sure, which we're already working on. We've got it. It's written down. We're going. Yeah, and I would also say um, definitely just sharing our life experiences in hopes to, you know, inspire others as well who may be going through similar circumstances as us and just kind of like, you know, words of wisdom, also sharing things that, you know, life isn't always perfect and this is how we've navigated through our specific situations. Yeah. And just to hope to like share with others and inspire others to their greatest selves each and every day yeah that's a good plan <laughs> thank you i'm Thanks. glad you think it's been approved <laughs> <laughs> so i say rebecca told me this if you're nervous it's because you're not prepared and i hear that came from you yeah mm-hmm. um, can we trade that trademark that one too yeah and so like uh, people in probably the last couple of years in my personal work career i've gone through um, I think in the last five years, I've averaged a promotion every six months. Um, That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And, and like, I think too, uh, although I'm really young, um, I'm, I'm in, I have a lot of responsibilities. Like I, I would work for a company that's probably going to sell close to $500 million total, as well as my particular location is probably going to sell 50 million. So like we're rather large company. So I think those promotions just kind of go to show it's a reflection of myself is like the way I like to think about it. And then so, you know, in those opportunities for promotion, every time I had an interview, one of the questions I always get asked is, um, are you nervous? And I'm not saying nervous There's is, is, is a bad thing or there's something wrong with being nervous, but I always felt like every time I applied for a position above where I was at, I was never nervous because I knew in that moment I did everything possible to be prepared for the next stage um so i i just went into it with a mindset of hey in my day-to-day workload in the last six months or whatever you know maybe longer i've continued to try to do as best as i can learn as much as possible so that way when the next opportunity presents itself i'm the only option i'm the best choice mm-hmm. and that's kind of the track record i've proven for myself and so again you know as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do you really shouldn't be nervous um but Again, that's not saying nervous is a bad thing. It's just if you're prepared, you shouldn't be nervous because you should just believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that comes so natural to you. And that's something that, you know, for example, like myself, I have to get out of my own head about things, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'll say it out loud. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. But then I'm just feeding myself the anxiety yeah. feelings, mm-hmm. you know. And then, you know, it, it, you can also take a different approach and saying like, I'm not nervous. I'm prepared. I, I'm ready for this promotion. I've, I'm the next best option, you know, and just feeling that confidence, knowing you've worked so hard, and it's a, it's a no-brainer to you of going in and answering questions, you know, whether it be an interview, whether it be, you know, a meeting with somebody, uh, just feeling more so. I think it just prepared, prepared, yeah. and with being prepared comes confidence too. Yeah. I agree. I um. 
I have to admit, I when I opened my boutique, I definitely took that approach. And I kept reminding myself because I was so close to pushing back the launch date because I was like, I don't know, I feel like I have so many other things to do that I haven't done, but I can't remember what I'm missing. And I'm just nervous. And I was like, okay, I made a list of all of the things that I could think of that could go wrong, that I needed to fix, that you know, might have not gotten done. And I went through this entire list. I went to bed at 10 that night. My bedtime's 8, so <laughs> I'll say <laughs> I was a little late <laughs> to my bedtime. But, you know, being that, you know, my business was launching the next day, I went to bed at a decent time. Good. And I went to bed feeling comfortable and confident because I had gone through everything, and I just reminded myself, like, there's no need to be nervous. I've prepared every single thing that I can. I've checked it twice. I'm good. I'm good. And from here, you know, we're going to launch. And if there's anything I need to add at that moment, we'll do it. It's a learning process for sure. But I definitely took that approach that if good. you're nervous, it's because you're not prepared. That's so awesome. I made sure I overprepared. <laughs> I, I love that. And thanks for sharing that. Because I remember we were talking like the night before. Yeah. And I think I kind of had mentioned, you know, yeah. that exact thing. Like if you're prepared you shouldn't be nervous and I think you were just you know we were letting the anxiety feelings mm -hmm. come of overthinking things trying to control what you can't control you yeah. know and that's definitely something I've learned along the way and Brandon's also preached that to me you know just control what you can and it's helped with those anxiety feelings so much as well because literally when you're feeling anxious or you're stressed it's usually because you're living in the future and you're trying to control things that haven't happened yet right or, or aren't no going to happen over. yeah yeah i think that's super important to worry about all of the things that you have something to do about and if it's something that bothers you a lot you know work your best at it to either fix it for it to get better or whatever the situation may be um and again if if you make the wrong decision it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it yeah that's just the way to do it yeah i agree and with that i feel like I mean, anxiety is something that Rebecca and I have worked through for a long time. Have you ever felt that way, or are you just perfect? <laughs> um, I think... So, first of all, yes. <laughs> I'm perfect. No, I, I, to be honest with you guys, I think something that, like, when I think about recently, I'm, I'm sure there's other instances of this, um, but in the last couple of years, probably my biggest anxiety... It's probably been with Bronx um, mm -hmm. just because like I've never been through a situation where I have felt like I'm not sure what the outcome was going to be. You, you turn a corner and there's another dog or even, you know, a person or something and and he doesn't always like surprises and stuff. So I think I've had a little bit of anxiousness in dealing with him and just because not, I, I don't always have the answers and I don't know what to do. And and at times I do feel like. I could have prepared for it better. I could have taken him to more classes and done that type of thing, and I haven't. So that I think that's probably been a lot of my anxious in my, in my personal life. Um, in work, not really. And then all, in all the other stuff, it doesn't matter. I suck at video games. I suck. So. <laughs> Do you suck? Yeah, I suck. What about golf? I suck at golf, too. <laughs> no, you don't. But I don't get anxious with golf because um, you just go out there to have fun and and it's not something that's super serious for me, so. Yeah. But, you know, Bronx is serious. He is. Yeah, and um, so those of you who don't know, Bronx is our 
is our dog, our American bulldog. And um, he's just tough. Um, and tough in ways that is just a learning curve for us. Um, Bronx and I relate a lot as far as the anxiety stuff goes. Um, we've been told since day one that he's an uh, insecure dog. And I didn't even know, you know, owning dogs that they felt insecurities just like us. And so we've had him in training his whole life. And he's great obedience wise. He's a very respectful dog and he listens and he's amazing. However, we're, we, the issues we do deal with him are just things that are in his nature to be insecure, be anxious and reactive behaviors, something we've dealt with him as well. So um, with Brandon talking about just feeling a little anxious about him it's just more so of us learning how to direct our training and everything like that so yeah we're actually looking into he's our baby so we're actually looking into uh different methods of training right we were talking a little bit about agility training just to kind of get his mind busy give him a job to do and then we've looked into uh, meeting with a behavioral therapist to kind of just get through his anxious feelings because it sucks he can't talk to us mm-hmm. so it's up to us to advocate for him and be his voice and just kind of know his body language and everything like that and we're four years in and we've come a long way you know I think we're really great parents to him and it's just we're just learning through him as well yeah and I think he's very lucky to have you guys because you guys definitely have taken the time too to really listen and see what's going on with him and what triggers him and any type of anxiety that you guys might feel are are obviously situations that are out of your control and you know it's just learning to maneuver them pretty much yeah working with what we got and Mm -hmm. you know he's a tough one but he lives a good life he sure does he (laughs) lives the best life so sweet (laughs) he's in the office with us right now he brought us a ball he's like oh my dog's hugging the ball i know i think he knows we're talking about him we gave him a Chick-fil-A fry today, and this dog doesn't chew. He just <laughs> inhales everything, and um, uh, he I think he's still trying to pass it. I think it's still <laughs> stuck because... Yeah, quick birthday story is every year we always, try to, we always try to feed him good on his birthday. And this year, unfortunately, when he was eating steak, I didn't get any videos of him because he almost choked and died on his birthday on this front oh steak. God. Maya was chewing hers away, and I look over at Bronx, and he's turning purple, and... There's a big old chunk of steak stuck in his throat because he doesn't know how to chew. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Just in, yes. Aww. Just, like, inhaled it. Brandon's like, I hit him so hard on his back yeah. to, like, get it out. And he's like, I was terrified. I thought I was going oh to kill no. him. Because I'm like, so where, I was at work on yeah. his birthday. And I'm do? like, where are the videos? Yeah. And he's like, I I didn't take any videos. You're like, we have a dog to so come fast. home to, and that's great. <laughs> right. He's alive. We kept him alive yeah. for his fourth birthday. It's a good birthday. <laughs> No, he's he's perfect. So, on a lighter note, how's life treating you? It's good. Um, I think my only fault with life right now is it's cold and I don't like it. And I've recently become obsessed with moving to Arizona. I heard. <laughs> yeah. I heard recently. Yeah. He's just he's manifesting it, guys. Like, oh, he is. I mean, and I'm I'm not shutting it down mm-hmm. either like i'm like okay but i've never seen him manifest something so so hard yeah and also side note i've never even been there i just look <laughs> at I, I just look at all of the instagrams and 
seeing yeah, we've the weather, never visited Arizona see, before, see what the so. weather looks like consistently and let so us know funny. what you guys think if you visited before um we're planning on taking a trip soon just to kind of see if uh if it would be a good living spot if he even likes it right yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard to not like 70 and 80 degree weather in the winter and i know in the summer it gets hot but you could turn the ac mm-hmm. on and you'll be fine I'll be pool, pool in the I'll backyard. I'll be here with my blankets and happy. But side note, you hide from the sun. I know. What are you going to do? Like, I'm me. Carry I a tree not, No shocker for me. Like, I bake in yeah. the sun all summer long. But you literally hide from the yeah. sun. Um, I like never thought about that, but now yeah. I'm thinking about it. I guess that's probably remotely true. <laughs> um, no, it is true. <laughs> but I, I think there's a difference. Like... Having the option to go outside in the sun versus having <laughs> no option, I'd take the option to go outside in the sun. That's the way I think about it. Like right now, it's like 70 degrees this weekend there, and here in Denver, it's like 40 and snowy and cold, and it's ugly outside. Yeah, and it's, didn't you say they don't change their time? Yeah, they, they, they don't, don't have Arizona savings. doesn't have mount or uh, daylight savings. They have their own Arizona time. Yeah, so. So the sun doesn't set at 4 o'clock. That so is nice. I would it's like that. so like that depressing. It is. And it's four o'clock and it's dark. It's Vanessa's like change the subject, change yeah, the subject. I mean we don't want them to leave. No. Them to leave. <laughs> and as much as I would hate for you guys to leave, I think that I'd have somewhere nice to go. So I'd, I'd I be know great. my sister was like, I'm not even gonna try to like say anything. She's like, flights are cheap, so I'll see you next weekend. And yeah. she's also like, You're full of shit. You've never even visited there. Like yeah. you guys are ridiculous. I think you guys would do it. I, I do believe it. I always tell people who I've told is, if I can live in Wyoming, I can live in Arizona. Well, I don't think that's a fair comparison. I know. No, it's There's just nothing in Wyoming. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's Wyoming's the comparison. gorgeous. Don't no, get not, me wrong. No, it's not. it's pretty. <laughs> no, but the but there's nothing the to reason do. I say yeah. that is because in Wyoming, there's absolutely, exactly, there's absolutely nothing. Yeah. Versus Phoenix is a huge metropolitan mm-hmm. metropolis. And you're close to San Diego. You're close to Mexico. You're close to Las Vegas. You're a two-hour flight from Denver. Guys, he's set. Yeah. Like, should I start packing? Or <laughs> no, right. I don't know. I Do mean, list how many house? bedrooms are we talking about? See, that's the thing, too. That's the big thing is the median home cost is so much cheaper. For what we got our townhome, we could get a four-bedroom, three-bath with a pool in the backyard. And Hell it's yeah. like, we got a townhome right now. Like, that sounds like <laughs> a good upgrade. Yeah. You know what I, I just love heard? our town home. I just heard it, uh, Vanessa has her own bedroom, her own bathroom, <laughs> and a <Jacuzzi>. pool. <laughs> Sounds like a great time, guys. I mean, we'll see. I'm clients, down. you're freaking my clients out. Bronx would like it. <laughs> <laughs> Bronx would like it. We're going. We're all going. Oh, he. So we take him to Pueblo. My sister lives in Pueblo, Pueblo West. Uh, there's not. Uh, it's not city living, so the ev- the spaces, their homes come with acreage. Like, mm-hmm. the homes are very spaced out. Yeah. You've got a lot of, like, land. Bronx doesn't know a leash when we're out there. Yeah. Like, he loves life. Poor thing. He wasn't meant to be a city dog. Yeah, see? That's the like thing. Like, that's is not his... Arizona, we could get a little bit of a backyard <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Just a little Wyoming. I mean, <laughs> if you move to Wyoming, you get acres. That's true. What that's do you want? True. Get some horses. Yeah, he would love horses. He did. Did you know he met horses? I think did you I told t- me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my sister, um, the one who lives out in Pueblo, she, her neighbors, like a few houses down, own a bunch of horses. And so we took our dogs for a walk, and um, they Bronx met 
bunch of horses, and he was, like, starstruck. Oh. So Bronx is usually pretty reactive with uh, other dogs. <laughs> Why are you staring at me like that? Um, he's very reactive with other dogs. So I was, like, kind of staying my distance with the horses because they're literally, like, they weren't even fenced off. It's, like, this little, like, wire kind of, like, mm-hmm. keeping them behind wire. Yeah. And if Bronx wanted to go under or over the wire, he, he could. could. Same with horses. Mm-hmm. But, um... I mean, that's just the pros of having a trained dog and trained animals. Mm-hmm. And horses are such vibe animals. Like, I feel like they feed off vibes, mm-hmm. you know? And Bronx was just sat down and was Bronx mesmerized. Bronx the vibes. Yep. So I feel like he was just living it. Yeah, he was just loving and was like, I want to be like that when I grow up. Aww. Like, that was his... <laughs> he wants to be a stallion. Yeah, no, Aww. totally. There's an all-white stallion, and he was like, that Aww. one, I want to so be him. <laughs> He just sat there and just stared and, like, no reaction from him at all besides just in love. You guys need to get him a horse. Mm. Get him a horse. That would be great. No, my sisters, (laughs) if you drive down to her house, uh, they have a dog, a big, like, a boxer, and then I don't know who they are, but I've seen them a couple times, and a pony, and they walk their dog and their pony at the same time. Oh, my God, that is hilarious. Yes. My sister lives in the middle of nowhere, obviously, (laughs) but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's just awesome to take a road trip down there with the pups. They love it. They don't know a leash out there. Yeah, that is so awesome. I love it. I have a quick question for you guys. Okay. If someone were to play you guys in a movie, which actress would it be? Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Quick answer. Quick answer. Becca? If someone were to play me as an actress? Yeah, who who would you want to play you? Uh, That's tough. Um... I have no idea. How did you? How were you so quick about that? Who doesn't want to be represented know, by J Lo? true. She's a star. I have no idea. You know who I vote for? You who? Sandra Bullock. She's a good She's actress. She's funny. I like yeah. her. Why her? I don't know. Just you guys remind me of each other. Good From the Blind anyway. Side. Yeah, it's a good one. What's your favorite movie? Uh, favorite movie. I like. I like. I really like war movies. Um, probably either Black Hawk Down. That's a good one. Or Menace to Society, which is not a war movie. Well, not a war movie. <laughs> but at that's all. probably my. Those are my go-to movies. Cool. Nice. My favorite movies. Um. Man, I suck. She falls asleep during movies. I do. Oh my <laughs> I'm the worst. Brandon's like, yeah. you're not a child. Keep your eyes open. I'm just, it's so relaxing. And I think I figured it out. <laughs> because obviously what he tells me, I'm like, hmm, there's got to be some truth behind this. But I'm not a child. And um, <laughs> I figured it out. I think my mind just races all day long. I'm constantly like doing something, thinking mm-hmm. about something. So the moment I watch a movie... That's all I'm focused on, and it's so relaxing to me. I fall asleep. My body's like, finally, girl. Yeah. Finally, you stopped, and I just, I, I just so. Fall you asleep. know what else has stopped? What? The invitations to the movie theaters. Oh yeah, I don't get invited to those at all. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon doesn't take me on dates there. No. He said you're such a waste of money. <laughs> Yeah, it's true though. Yeah. Like, don't take me to the movies yeah. on it. When we first started dating, we went to the movies. I wouldn't fall asleep. So nervous. She was interested. Yeah, <laughs> so when she used to like me. Yeah. That's so 
Yeah, and then, um, yeah, if you go to the movies with Nay and stuff, I don't ever get an invitation. Yeah. I can't go past six. I could go in the day. Yeah, I give her like a three o'clock movie. Matinee. Mm-hmm. Matinee, mm-hmm. which is cheaper. I'm a cheap date. Mm-hmm. I'm lightweight. Matinee. Cheap date. Sounds like a package deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, what is your favorite thing to do on your downtime? Golf. When golf isn't an option because it's cold outside and the floor is frozen. Um, That's why he wants to go to Arizona because that that'll never be a situation mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Huh. To, uh, <laughs> golf when it's cold outside and playing golf isn't my favorite option. Um, probably my second favorite thing to do is watch people play golf on YouTube. Yeah, this guy, man. He no. falls asleep watching golf. He listens to golf podcasts in his car. What do they talk about? So I listened to one <laughs> podcast. Because it's like, oh, like, you know, golf, you hit the ball and it goes. So No, so the mm. yes, but the podcast I listen to is through Barstool Sports, if you guys are familiar with them. Yes. Um, they're definitely off the rails company and their podcast is a golf podcast, but probably only 40% of it is about golf. A lot of it is just kind of about life and sports and stuff. So it's just kind of funny because it's four idiots who just talk about nothing. <laughs> and so I enjoy listening to that. Do you listen to our podcast? No. Why? I don't know how, 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 how would someone do that? You can really find us know. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and anywhere else that podcasts are found. Your favorite platform to listen to um, podcasts. Rebecca can also send you the link. Where do you listen to the golf one? Uh, I think on like Apple Podcasts. You guys. We're yeah. offended. We just got one more <laughs> subscriber. We guilted him into subscribing. <laughs> no. Why are you not already <laughs> subscribed is where my mind is going. I didn't know where you guys were. What? <laughs> He's like, wait, you guys... You guys are making He's a like, podcast? This is just like <laughs> <laughs> is that what you guys do up here? Well, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, if you guys would have like the link in your Instagram or something, maybe we, we, do. Oh. we do. We do. Wow. I had no idea. Wow. No so idea. wait, I have a question. You're sleeping in the guest room tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Um, if you guys move to Arizona, who's gonna build the furniture? Build it? Ooh. Yeah. When we do oh, our Ikea, Ikea runs, yeah, we're going to have to uh, We're going to fly you out. <laughs> FaceTime Vanessa for her to put together all of our so shelving every, and stuff. Right. Every Ikea trip we've <laughs> taken, which we've taken so many, Vanessa puts our furniture together. Me and Brandon just, I mean, Brandon don't even try to pretend like he helps. He's downstairs playing Xbox. But I, I mean, I pass her tools and stuff. <laughs> This last time when we were building the dog's bed, uh, Rebecca bought them. What are they? Toddler beds? Yeah. Yeah, they're super cute. And we were excited to build them. Well, Rebecca, I was like getting tired after the first one. I was like, I'm fucking tired. Let's get it done. <laughs> and Rebecca's like really trying to help me. Dude, she stresses me out. She was just getting in the way. <laughs> Shit was backwards. I was like, Bronx, this is Bronx's bed. There's no <laughs> way Bronx is sleeping on this bed. Like, this is not going to happen. Break it. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun yeah. though. It is. And watch <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy putting the things together. Ikea um, needs to hire her. Yeah. I just, you know, definitely don't try to build anything in your new house or, you know, whenever you guys decide to move because yeah. it's going to go south. It's going to end up backwards and break. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that for sure. Yeah. I mean, 
That's true. It's okay to accept it. I do work in the lumber industry, but I don't know how to build anything. You don't know how to build shit. Well, yeah. well, yeah. I can cook. Yeah, he can cook, and you're learning how to clean. He wants a ring. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, <laughs> I noticed the dishwasher was on today when we came home. Yeah, I know how to press start. Nice. Yeah. He learned how to like. L- I showed you how to load it and mm-hmm. put the detergent in and. It's just true because the first time I used it, I put a uh, Dawn. Oh, the dish soap. Uh, the dish soap. <laughs> put the dish soap. And I'm like, we have dishwasher everywhere. soap. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I didn't know it was dishwasher <laughs> soap. Um, so yeah, good That's job. Funny. Um, the other day, my nieces were over, and uh, I was like, "Did you guys wash the dishes?" And they're like, "No, Brandon did." And I was like, "Oh, dang!" And then. Lulu was like, oh, and he fed the dogs, too. <laughs> she, like she was totally trying to give you brownie points. And I'm like, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, being helpful for me. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this show up. Brandon, thank you so much for scheduling us into your very, very busy schedule. And uh, please, if you have any other awesome quotes, anything really inspirational, <laughs> feel free to text it to us at any time, day or night. We're available. I'll relay the message mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Of yeah. course. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. We'll catch you guys in the next one. <laughs>